welcome to another episode of the Bros Who Think Podcast. My name is Lennon Burton, a.k.a. Youngboy Dewitz, a.k.a. the People's Champ, a.k.a. Beard Gang is in the building. This is episode 191. I'm getting a haircut Wednesday. I'm Vax Gang up, Doom. I think I'm going to touch outside. Like, after I got my Vax, I feel like I got, like, a little shield around me. I still got one more shot to strengthen up my shield. But, you know, I still wear my mask and still get upset at stupid-ass idiots that don't wear theirs. But, you know, I feel better about it now. How you doing this week, my brother? Man, I'm good, man. I ain't gonna lie, I've been, like, I didn't get my second dose, but I've been a little active, bro. Like, I went out the other weekend, and I got a, a taste of being outside again. <laughs> I was like, yo, I gotta, I can't, I can't do this in the house shit no more. I've been getting a little active, but I've been, I've been trying to, like, avoid, you know, crowds and shit like See, that. See, that's my, like, okay, so, like, I got invited to, like, a couple of hip-hop shows, and of course, like, I couldn't go, because, like, but I wanted to go. Like, I wanted to go watch some live performances. Like, Jalen Quinnum yeah. did the Intercoastal Club thing. I wanted to go watch that. I got invited to one in Baton Rouge. I wanted to go watch. So I'm, I'm once May 10th comes, that's my second dose. I'm going to go check out some shows. I can't even lie. Like, yeah, I'm not going to go to, like, the club, but I'm definitely going to watch some people perform. Yeah, I, I ain't going to lie. I don't know if I'd have been able to turn down live music. Like, if they had, you know, shows with niggas that I fuck with out here, I would have definitely hit it up. See, that's the I thing. I'm, it's coming. It's coming. Because, like, I literally, when I was outside and I had my, my arms started to feel better, because that's the only thing that happened to me. It was, like, my shit was hurting. It felt like I got hit with a baseball bat. Didn't get sick or nothing. But, boy, I could not raise my arm, like, higher than this day yeah. one. It was, that was nuts. Yeah. But other than that, oh, I was like, okay, okay. I'm fized up. I'm good. Take my second shot and I'm going outside. But, you know, how you doing late night? We be doing this in the late night. This feels like our early days when, it, when yeah. it was late at night, me and you just getting it. Yeah, for real, for real. But man, I don't even know, bro. You you already know what my answer going to be, but it's over. Yeah. The, the season is over, so I'm kind of bummed out about that. I got to start. I'm going in my mode where I got to convince myself that Jameis Winston is the, yeah. the future. So we already move into that that new heartache. <laughs> but Yo, besides that, man, I'm thugging. But it, it's over for the Pelicans. The season is done. It, it, hold on, man. I feel so bad for my guys. It's over with. But, hey, I saw that there's, like, a chance we could get into the lottery. That's what I'm looking forward to now. Yeah. I mean, if, if that can happen, I'll fuck with that. Look, and I mean, honestly, it's still a chance that they can make the play in, it but is. they would need some help, like some a lot of they help. would need the, the Warriors to just go on a bad little honestly, bro. And as fucked up as it sounds, they just need Steph to get hurt. If Steph was to get injured, then they got a shot. But Other outside that, of that, bro. yeah, it's it's over with. It's so sad too. Like and and, and the thing is they should have won that Spurs game. Like I they're the team that just like goes up goes down, goes back up towards the fourth, and then you think they're going to close it out. They never do. Well, the, the shit that hurt me so bad about that game was it was like we've been ass all year, like all year. But the one thing that we've been consistently good at from day one was rebounding. And then they picked this game, the must-win game, to, say fuck to decide that this is the game we're going to start fucking up on rebounding. And rebounding was the difference. That and free throws. They couldn't Bro, make- that's what I was going to say. We were 16 to 35. 
You can't yeah, win man, that way. You, you, you can't win that way. Like I'm. And like, it was like our decent free throw shooters that was missing. Oh yeah, Bi was piss poor from the free throw line. Zion Lid, was, missed a lot. Zion yeah. was well, Zion always kind of like you know he, he in the middle. Yeah, like but, some games he. he Shoot good from the line, and other games he just be broke. So I don't Bledsoe, like Zion go to the line. I'll be nervous. But, but Bledsoe, Ingram, Lonzo, there was yeah. all missing free throws. All missing free throws. And Lonzo it, it, shot that time three pointer shot at the end of the game, and I was like, oh, that was kind of a fast shot. So why you pull that? Yeah, I mean it was a good look though. Like I I listened to the little pose game. And I was listening to uh, SVG, and as much as I hate this dude, he made a good point. He was like, at the time when Zoe shot that, he was six for eight. So if you got a nigga that's shooting six for eight from three with a wide open look, fuck it, pull it, bro. That's like the best chance we got. You're right. I'm all <laughs> you know right. What I mean? That kind of that kind of absolved some of how I was feeling. Because you yeah. are right. He was six for eight. I told, but it just felt kind of fast to me. That's my only thing. Like, cause it yeah. just seems like they cross half court, they pass it to him, he pull it. They yeah. even said like, no, no. If anything, set him a screen where he coming off of something like. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It's like Zoe always make them difficult ass step backs and the contested ones. And then the, the wide open looks, he miss. never make them motherfuckers. Just miss, bro. miss, miss. But, uh, but like man. you said, I'm, I'm, I'm already, I, look, I have been, see, you just started convincing yourself about Jameis. I started weeks ago. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm here. Like my guy got LASIK eye surgery. This is the excuses I tell myself, dude. The LASIK eye surgery gonna cure the interceptions. He with Sean Payton, Michael Thomas, and he out for revenge. He was just on a new podcast saying how, uh, or he was at a camp saying how I went from Heisman champion to bum. Niggas didn't even respect me in the streets no more. You don't think I took that offensively? You don't think I'm coming out this year to show that I'm really that dude? He was saying this at camp, so like I'm hype on it, dude. He yeah, said he now, was a now, bum, like he called thing, himself a bum. Yeah, and and one thing I will say about him, dude is focused. Like he not one of them niggas that's like thinking he the shit or thinking he about to just come out here and, and be great without putting in the work. Like he been working. Yeah, you know what I mean. Has. I feel like every other day they got a new Jameis workout video. He doing some crazy shit. He was out there in San Diego with the tight ends working. So he he putting in like extracurricular work. Like that's the team not telling him to do that. Like him yep. and him and the tight ends linked up and just did some workouts in San Diego just for no reason, and it looked super intense. Like they wasn't playing. You know what I mean? So I, I definitely think as far as like him trying. He gonna give us the effort. It's I gotta say, I gotta say, eight enough. wins, bad case scenario. Nine yeah, I think wins. that's worst case, especially with like adding more games because they, they added another game, right? Yep. 17. Actually, eight wins, eight wins might not even do it. It might not. Might that's not why I say, I say eight wins is is the worst case scenario. I think nine wins is if we have an average season, and I think ten wins is like what I'm wanting, best case scenario. I, I think they got ten in them, bro. And I'm going to tell you why, just because the past couple of years, when you look at um, Teddy Bridgewater stretch without Breeze, and then you look at Taysom stretch without Breeze, both both of them niggas are worse than Jameis. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they, they was winning. That's like, true. we got the team. It's just Drew was so ass. And, like, well, we he hope. admitted it after. He only had one game in this past year where he was 100% healthy. He was mm-hmm. hurt the entire year. And he just didn't want to sit down for whatever reason. Like he just wanted to. Clowning. 
He but moves his we gotta hope that that dumb nigga Marshawn Lattimore, who got caught with a gun in Cleveland, that was stolen. He gonna he gonna beat the charges, man. He, it's it's been super silent, which means the no video news dropped. The video didn't look good at all. So wait, what happened? Dude I didn't had, see the video. You didn't see the dude driving. Cops pull him over. It, it's it's starting bad, but then they realize who he is. So then it's like, oh, they start. You know, they don't give a fuck. They chilling. They say, well, he's like, I got a gun on me. He said it's mine. I'm registered. Blah blah blah. The cops like, cool. Blah. Where's that? He said, it's right here in my pants. He was like, bro, it's about your dick. You're going to shoot your dick off. Need to get you a holster, bro. And then it, it was clowning with him. And then it was like, uh, we're going to take it and go check it to make sure you're good and you can dip out. But then it was like, bro, your car smells like weed. You've been smoking all day. What's going on? Don't you play for the Saints? Like, what's popping over here? We just going to check this gun, let you go find out it's stolen. And then they uh. book his dumb ass. <laughs> Damn, bro. So he had one of them situations where the cops was trying to trying to let his ass go. He still fucked up. I ain't gonna lie. If I was him, I'd have just nigga. You know, if you know that it wasn't registered, I'd have just had to try my luck and be like, "Hey, I ain't got no gun in the car." <laughs> like, you- I'm Marshawn Lattimore, bro. I give you my here's my ID, my registration. Whatever. I'm trying to just get home. <laughs> hey, if I got a if I got a ticket, let me pay that motherfucker. I'm out. Don't ask no more questions. Don't say nothing, bro. <laughs> he gonna know for next time, though. That's what he should have, bro. That's what I'd have did. If you go, if you go search my shit, you better call the dogs, get all this, do all the paperwork, and then search. And if I'm going down like that, I'm going down like that. Then, but like, I'm not gonna. Nah, especially because he's like, because like you said, he knows it's stolen. That's the yeah. thing. I guess I had to watch the video, but it sounded like they didn't even ask if he had a gun. Did they specifically say, "Do you have any weapons in the car"? They did. Oh, okay, all right. Then I, I give him a pass. They did. It they might, it might, it might have, you know, set the situation up to be a little crazy if you say you don't, and then they find one in your pants. Then it's, yeah, it's a little bit trickier. It's a dicey situation all the way around, man. But speaking of, of, of dicey and non-dicey situations, before we get to the the sad shit of the week, gotta say, Chauvin verdict. I was thoroughly surprised. Thoroughly was, surprised. Man. I thought, like, I was expecting guilty since they got the settlement check. Yeah, for sure. See, my thing is, though, and it's like, I know it's definitely reason to, like, celebrate. But, and I feel like some, I heard somebody else say this, but for me, I feel like, what if this verdict was only because George Floyd is so high profile and they know if they'd let this nigga any type of mercy they was going to set the whole shit on fire. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I I really feel like that's the case. Like if this wasn't high profile, they would have looked at this just off the strength that the, they, they kept pushing the trial out for so long. Like what else do you need? My nigga, like (laughs) you literally have HD video with this nigga kneeling on his neck for For what? Nine nine minutes. minutes? Like, come on, dude. Like there shouldn't even be much to this. Us. We ain't had a couple hours. We hear his little bullshit defense. Nope, that ain't that ain't flying. Book his ass. You know what I mean? It should have yeah. been as simple as that. Lock his ass. Because if it's the other way around, bro, like if that's two, let's say this is two niggas fighting in the street and a nigga kneeling on somebody, that's murder, bro. You know what I mean? It ain't no way you could slice it. It ain't no, you know what I mean? I get that people say, okay, they, you know, he a cop, he doing his job. They gotta be certain ways that you subdue people, but 
anybody that watched the video, which I can't even watch it no more. Like I seen it a couple of times and then I watched it again once the trial shit came back up. George Floyd for sure wasn't trying to be violent. Like this nigga was pleading the whole time. It's just like, yo, chill, bro. Like it's all good. I got do whatever y'all need me to do. Just let me up. Let me sit up. Yeah, no, that was straight <laughs> that's, up. Murder. That's just yeah. That's that's fucked up. No, I agree with you. That like straight murder can't you, you can't deny it. To your point about uh they they were scared of people burning up. It's possible. It's definitely possible that they didn't want shit to blow up in flames because it definitely would have set off around the country. It would have set off everywhere. Like yeah. people were ready for it to set off. Well, so, we'll find out whenever they we see how they handle the Dante Wright situation. Because I feel like that that was you know you can't really flip that no other way but murder. And so, then, and, and the thing with that is I don't know if it's gonna be. And this is not not to disrespect the guy, but I don't think it's gonna be as high profile. And people already forgot about little Michael Toledo. Yeah. Well, I think with with the Toledo kid, it was just because he not black. Mm. And black people been making some noise, which I'm actually proud of. And I'm not saying like I don't want to sound like I'm I'm disrespecting dude, like rest in peace, dude. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like Cause he was like Hispanic. He was like Mexican or something. Yeah, he was. So it's like they they community not making a fucking you know they not setting cities on fire. You know what I mean? That's what niggas was doing. Like when George Floyd happened, bro. I know you remember. Like yeah. nigga, Minnesota was on a fire. war zone, bro. Yeah, you know no, what I mean? Right. Like that wasn't no shit you could just keep quiet or sweep under the rug. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, but I feel like with Dante Wright. It might not be as high profile as George Floyd, but people watching like they're going to make sure, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be another one of them situations where I know they're going to be in that in that trial and they're going to be like, all right, we got to decide carefully, because if we make the wrong decision, Minnesota going to be in flames. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Like, man. Like that. But but to that to, 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 to those points, got to say, that's why I brought up his name, because like you I. And I don't want to say the Hispanic community is not doing anything because I know there's people on Twitter, but it's just like it's not as it's not as like you said, riled up where they're burning places down, looting and, and whatnot. Gotta keep that little kid's name alive. So shout out to him. But uh the Dante Wright thing, see, I'm with you that people are watching, but I don't know if like if that doesn't well, no, no, because that's the taser woman, right? No, yeah, yeah. That come, if that come back yeah. wild, yeah, yeah they, no, they, right. they they watching, they watching. Yeah. No, yeah, okay. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I more so feel crazy for that one just because the whole, like, because George Floyd, even though, like, obviously his crime did not warrant death at all, but at least there was probable cause for there to even be a police interaction. Now, it was handled, obviously, completely wrong. But with Dante Wright, like, they took it to a crazy level over a warrant that he had no idea about. And it was negligence on their end. You know yep. what I mean? So it's like, you can't... And for an air freshener. Yeah, man. And it, Well, that's just the reason they say, oh, we pulled them over. They ran his plate, seen the warrant, and decided, oh, we need a reason to pull them over. We got this little bullshit law with air freshener. Let's use that. 
get this nigga. You know what I mean? You know right. the tricks they use, bro. That's yeah, no, that you're right. You make a good point because this one, not that you say that, people definitely will be watching because that is some that is a fuck. I will be for sure. Yeah, it's and it's definitely gonna be on CNN. People, that's gonna be trials these days, always on the news. But something that was really on the news and. Oh, this is going. This is one that I don't know how people feel. A lot of people are mixed on this one, and that's the uh, the Bryant girls murder over the uh, over last week. It was the the two girls was fighting. One had a knife apparently. Cop went crazy, shot the one with the knife. Yeah, and the internet was in flames. Cause it's a it's a very tricky situation, bro. Like, and I know I'm a, I'm gonna probably piss some people off, but I'm I'm just saying. If you watch the body cam footage and you picture your sister, your niece, your mom, any plug in any female that you care about in that situation where there's a female swinging a knife at her. And like, I get it. It's not I mean, it's less lethal than a gun, but you can definitely kill somebody with a knife, bro. Like she could easily have been dead. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So. What would you have wanted the cop to do? And you know that's my saying? thing with it. And I know people are gonna be like, "Well, what about if you you subbed your one for the one swinging the knife?" And it, and granted, sucks. I didn't. Sad that she died. Like maybe she could have lived. Cop use a taser, maybe. But even to that point, I'm like, like you said, Doom. There was someone whose life was threatened. What was he supposed to do? Now I think yeah. he did go in there scary instead of, and not defuse the situation the right well, way. Well, and. And this is this another thing. This is why, and I know I'm I'm probably gonna piss somebody off, but I'm standing on it. Like this is what's happening with police because he definitely came into the situation trying to be like, all right, y'all, I don't wanna start no shit. Let's just break this shit up and go about our day. Like he came in there very passive, which was a mistake. But I feel like a lot of that was because. You don't think he got the news too? You don't think he see Derek Chauvin getting fucked up in in the trial? He's trying to handle. Yeah, he trying to handle it as calmly as he could, like, and that just it, didn't work. Like yeah, you said, some he, people just need. Yeah, just need that fist. <laughs> some some people need some type of like forceful. You know what I'm saying? We gotta defuse this in a in a way. I'm not saying it gotta be necessarily violence, but sometimes you gotta like force people to calm down. It ain't gonna you know. Hey, stop! Ain't gonna do it. You know what I mean? And that's what he tried to do. And then it escalated to a point where he should have defused it before it even got there. So I do, I will give him the fault for that. But do I think he was wrong for, for killing him? Yeah, no, I can't say he was. Cause like, I don't, I don't understand like when people, people, and every case, somebody always say this why you can't shoot him in the legs? Why you can't do this? And it's just like, bro, if you pull a gun out, everybody know it, that ain't a toy, bro. If you're going to shoot, use that motherfucker or else do something else. But if if I'm somebody involved, like especially if I'm the parent of that little girl that was about to get stabbed, like I'm not upset. Fix the situation. Like, I don't want you pulling a gun out, trying to think about not hurting this person that got possibly murder on their mind. You know what I mean? Like, fuck that. If you're going to pull the gun out, use it. If not, go tackle her, use your taser. But he didn't want to risk. Because when you look at the, the the footage, I feel like when he shot was like 
a split second before a stabbing was gonna happen like you could see her like cocking back the knife like ready to you know what i mean so i think he made in my opinion he made the right decision you know what i mean like i'm with you and the only thing if i'm gonna play devil's advocate the only thing i could say is like you said because it was a high school girl maybe tackle her taser her but in that situation he put his life on the line and i know and you know, he could have got stabbed, could have went, could have went left, could something, you don't know what could have happened. So that's why I said I'm not mad at the situation. I can't be mad at this one. Cause like, like you said, if I'm that other little girl's father, I'm like, yo, the cop did what he was supposed to do. Yeah. Like he, I think he did his job. Like I'm not gonna say that like I can't call him a hero or nothing because no, I do man. feel like he should have defused it before it got to that point. I agree. But the reason that he let it escalate was what black people been wanting. Like, don't come up here guns blazing right away. At least try to defuse it. (laughs) You know what I mean? He tried. And he tried to do that. And I think that's, I don't know. All I'm going to say, I couldn't be no cop. Like, I just couldn't. That's like a... I don't even want to put myself in those idiot situations. Like, fuck them. Is at the point, bro, where if like, niggas going through the academy and shit right now like if you sitting at home being like yo i want to be a cop you gotta be on like your last my nigga that gotta be the last option for you bro because you want to be a cop my nigga so people just wanna, what if they got a heroic sense of justice they want nah, to save the world so. i don't think so bro <laughs> yeah i, would, I, I, know, just I know i know a few people that are cops and like, I feel like it's kind of like the reason why, like, I joined the military. Like, I definitely didn't join the military. Like, yo, I bleed red, white, and blue. I mm-hmm. want to serve this beautiful country. Like, that wasn't me. I was like, nigga, this free college, like, health benefits and nice, decent little pay. Like, I feel like that's why cops do it. It's like a way to, like, all right. It sure gets- it's a It's an easy barrier to entry. And then once I'm in, I got a nice little paycheck, bunch of benefits, bunch of little perks of being a cop, but it's like niggas ain't really trying to serve and protect, which is why you get a bunch of these situations that we've been getting. True. You know True. what I mean? No, that's a that's a great point. That's a great point. If it was what I was saying, maybe some of these things wouldn't happen, but it's it's what you saying. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely that. Not now I'm sure there's a handful cuz like when I was in the military, there was a handful of people who was like, yo, I just love the military. I love this country. Like I, my grandfather was in the Air Force. I got to come and, you know, people like that. But for the most part, it's just niggas trying to, it's a stepping stone to get ahead. You know what yeah. I mean? And I feel yeah. like that's why you get those type of cops, like the Derek Chauvin ass niggas. Because it's just like, man, I don't want to deal with this. Now I got to come over here and deal with this George Floyd ass nigga, I'm going to show you for making yeah. me actually have to work today. Like, that's the kind of niggas that we get. No, you know what I right. mean? You're right. Which you're is, absolutely is right. Up. So, press everybody involved. It's just sad situations. All in the world, a hip-hop shock. G died from Digital Underground. Rest in peace. You know, the DMX was, was there. Rest in peace. There's a lot of death going around. I don't, I don't, maybe it's because social media, I don't know, but in the 90s, early 2000s, I don't think I knew about this many people dying on a day-to-day. Yeah, man, it's feeling like every day. Every day, bro. bro. Like, every day. I don't know, man. I'm I'm really like debating, and I try not to because I know we do this pod, and then I be trying to keep up with sports and shit because I'm I'm helping some people with a different podcast. But I want to just take like a little break, bro. Like it's almost too much. 
It's like, I just wish I could go like a week, just delete, delete the apps, not my actual accounts, but just take the apps off so I don't get no notifications or nothing. Just like, well, vacay coming up in the summer because I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you now, I'm going to the beach for a week. I am, I got you. I yeah, am. me and the homies doing a bro trip, got to. So vacation coming, and I, I'm gonna just not be on my phone that week. But it's still gonna be hard because I'm gonna still look. Um, but it's gonna yeah. be less. It's gonna be a lot. See, less. but me, I feel like I could deal with my phone. You know what I mean? Because I still would like, you know, want to text people and you know, call my mom and shit like that. But I just need a break from the social media, like unplug from that shit, because it's like. Bro, Twitter is like every oh, no, every thirty day. seconds. It's like some tragic shit happening, or some fucked or some fucking crazy you know shit I mean? going on. Like you see something every day. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. That's and I feel like to, to keep it a bean. I feel like that's why I'm on TikTok a lot because it's a lot more wholesome content. Yeah, it's like for people sure. cooking. Like yeah. I'm just watching niggas cook. And yeah, you're right. You it's right. It's comedy. Like people talking about sports. Like it's it's I can cater my feed to like wholesome shit. To yeah. where I don't have to see, like, granted, you'll get the the racist Trumper, the George Floyd niggas, the, the political commentary niggas come through every once in a while. But as long as you don't watch them videos and scroll quick, the feed, when yeah. it corrects itself, won't have that shit in there. Yeah. So that's why I'm on there. I might, I might I like. start fucking with TikTok, bro. It's I'm scared of TikTok, app. bro, because when I open that motherfucker, it'll be like, you be taking a shit or something. You be like, let me, let me see what TikTok on. And then, bro, 45 minutes. Oh, no, that's a fact. Swiping through that. You like, God damn. It hooks looking at like, TikTok for this long. Bro, it, it hooks me more worse than any other app I've ever seen. Like Twitter, I can I'll scroll to the top. All right, over with. I'm off Twitter. I read everything. Yeah. Unless like I want to do one of my Twitter deep dives where I'm searching for shit. But if I'm not doing that, scroll well, to the I, top. It's all right. I'm outie. I think that's what it is with TikTok is that there is no end of the feed. Like it's it just constant. even if you you like the people you follow, like even once you pass all of this shit, it'll just start pumping you similar content. Shit. Yeah, yep, like similar content. Yep, one hundred percent. And it never ends. Like at least with Twitter, like I'll I'll do my shit because like when you don't log in for a minute and you go to your timeline, it'll be like in case you missed it, and then it'll show like the top tweets from the last period of time from when you last opened the app. And I'll just look through that. And if it ain't nothing really big worth talking about, I'm out of there. But TikTok, See, I keep bro, my shit on shit. latest tweets, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I just scroll to the top. Once I'm, once I'm to the top... Oh, yeah, if I do the latest tweet, it's, it's over with. I can't. Then I'm going to be kind of like TikTok. I just follow too many niggas, though. I got to do the top, the the most relevant tweet or whatever the that's, fuck they call you gotta, it. You got to switch that up because I'm telling... I just get to the top, not no news. I'm out of there. Instagram, I'm really yeah. out of there. Like Instagram, if I don't see like three pictures in a sec, I'm gone. I'm out. I, bro, IG is whack, bro. IG is. I don't know if whack, I'm the bro. only one, bro. But it's no, like I guess you. I guess maybe like since I'm past the phase of like, all right, we looking at these IG at models these model, and yeah. shit. Like it, man. I don't want to see that. And there's nothing else on there that I'll be caring about. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, I'm with you. I, I fuck with Facebook more than IG. If I'm keeping it a beat, and Facebook is like a a relic of an app. Like I. I shouldn't even post on there, but I do sometimes. I can't even stunt. I do. I barely post, bro. Girl, I feel like... Why do I do? I do it because there's like a fan base for us out there. Shout out to our Facebook the people who... That's literally the only thing I post is I share the pod. And I, I, but you see, I, I mean? do that and I post things like similar to like pod content, like for like uh, like politics shit or like fucking... Or like anime movies. Yeah. Shit that's related to what we're talking about. Like I don't yeah. post like tweets, like Facebook posts about my life. Like fuck... <laughs> bro, bro, then they got a lot of niggas that do. 
be on there telling all they motherfucking business. That's the Facebook crowd. I think that's why I don't even log on that shit. Yo, I don't know how they do that. Talking about their baby daddy or some crazy <laughs> shit. Like, man, what y'all be doing? Like, Facebook is the hood app of all the social medias. It's so behind, bro. Like, it's oh, so behind. Man. I still don't know why. I, like, if you don't have a Twitter in 2021, I don't know what you're doing with your life. That's a fact. That's a fact. There's a lot of people, too, life. bro. Because, like, I'll be looking at, like, like, when I do get on Facebook and I look at, like, the people who share memes and, like, memes that start taking off. It'll be some shit that Twitter was jostling on two, two weeks, weeks before that. Yeah. <laughs> like, and Facebook just getting to it. Niggas laughing like it's news. Like, oh, I already seen that, nigga. Why you tagging me in this? <laughs> I got a Twitter, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like, niggas be tripping. Facebook no, that, is ratchet, though. Facebook is some ratchet shit. Oh, man. Yeah. And I got to say, Twitter doesn't give me as many fight vids anymore. Facebook, they stay, stay, they stay continuous. Yeah. With fight vids. Man, I miss that era. The, the fight vid era. I loved it though. That actually go to show you like where we was at when the only shit worth looking at was niggas fight. But that's what desensi- that's what desensitized us. That was the start of it. Yeah. It, it really was when you think about it. I was it. watching niggas get murked. Like just Facts. knocked like, out. Knock the fuck out, bro. <laughs> I remember they used to have them fucking um, the little world star comp, little fight comps, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh man, they used to drop one every week. It'd be like a hundred niggas get knocked out every week. <laughs> like God damn, that shit was bro. crazy, bro. An era. But all right, that's enough on all of that. Next up, we got Dave Chappelle getting a podcast. You gonna listen? I don't know, man. I heard it was on like some weird. It's on app. Luminary. You gotta and and it's like behind a paywall. Yeah, it is. Luminary so it's like I might fuck with it just because it's Dave, and I'm very curious to like. He would it sound like that's my thing because I, I i do think he gonna be successful like he he's dave Chappelle, so i feel like people gonna want to hear what he gotta say and especially like after hearing him talk on like rogan he a very smart dude so i feel like listening to what he gotta say it's not gonna be just him joseph bullshitting every week like he might actually have some shit that could you know like people with that that amount of knowledge is important to listen to what they got to say so i do want to check out but a little trash ass luminary app and the paywall i, I don't know if i'm feeling i'm that. getting a free trial and i'm giving dave as long as the free trial I got if you don't catch me by the time the free trial over with i'm out yeah i'm, I'm just really curious to see like episode. yeah because like when i think about like comedians and podcasts like I think of Schultz. He obviously like probably got the best podcast as a comedian. And then I think of um, what's dude named the uh, the black dude, the church church nigga. You know oh, talking about? oh uh, Shelby Ball Kev- nigga. Kev on stage. Kev on stage. He got a dope podcast. And then there's the whole bit. other com- like the white comedian base with like Rogan, and then they got like Burt Chrysler, the the shirtless yeah. dude. See, but I don't even count Joe Rogan as a comedian. Like he he's he a comedian. He definitely a comedian, but it's like all his other shit come first. Like, I feel like he's Joe Rogan, and then he do all that other shit on the side. Like, True. he do the UFC yeah, shit on the side. Obama. You got them type of yeah. niggas. Like, the um, the Tiger Belly. I never heard his podcast. I, I, didn't yeah. went on, I didn't went on a binge of, like, comedian nigga podcasts. They all the same. It's just all of them just talking about random events and just bullshitting for, like, yeah. 
it, no. but like it's like they do it especially like Schultz and Kev on stage like they do it in a way where it's like well those two specifically talk about about pop culture what's going on the other ones yeah. just be talking about random shit they only Joe Rogan shit yeah and they but but they do it with like a comedic type of yeah. vibe and I want to know if Dave gonna do the same because for some reason I get the vibe that he not gonna try to pod with the intent of being funny. And I don't think he go pod with the intent of looking at what goes on each week and talking up like being a rundown show where they talk about each thing each week. I feel like it's gonna be something maybe big that happened that he has a take on and then it's gonna be a conversation off of that. But it's gonna be interesting because Talib Kweli and Most Def are his co-hosts. So that, I feel like that's gonna be on some conscious shit. That's actually fire, bro. I might, I might have to pay for this little app. I do the free trial, like I'm telling you. I'm gonna do the free trial. Give Dave as many episodes as the free trial. Give me, and if it don't, they hit, probably gonna only give us like 14 days. We gonna catch two episodes. That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. Two, the two beginning episodes for me to get a taste, and then if I if I find anything remotely interesting, I'll buy it for a month. Yeah. See, but I feel like, especially me, like I don't know how you listen to podcasts, but like all the podcasts that I listen to, like. I'll start off, I'll give a pod, like, an episode or so. And if I fuck with the content, I'm in. Like, I feel like I'm part of the fucking family. Like, I listen to... It take to, me a while. Bro, like, I listen to Joe Button every week. I listen I to that. fucking Flagrant 2 every week. I listen to the Brilliant Idiots every week. I'm and, like, I don't, I, I don't miss an episode. So it's the like... The only one that I'm consistently weekly with is Button. That's the only one I'm consistent yeah. with. Well, and a movie review show that comes out every Tuesday. I'm considering if, if the if the movie they're reviewing, I've watched. If not, then yeah. like I can't do nothing about it. I watch it when I watch it. But Joe is the only because I used to be Breakfast Club every day, Brilliant Idiots. Like I used to be in it. Yeah, I, I, I think Brilliant Idiots fucked up the Breakfast Club for me because it's like I don't like Radio Charla. Like I like uncensored. Yeah, I, wow, to a, like, I can't tell you the last time I listened to a Breakfast Club interview. It's been a while. They haven't interviewed nobody worth listening to. I think I'm just hitting this little weird spot where I don't care about none of this new shit. Like all these new niggas, I don't fuck with. I, I, that's kind of where I'm at as well. Like I like, I'm glad some of the music that's been dropping has been people I cared about. Cause like if not like, like for example, we got a little Mosey story. I don't give a fuck about little Mosey. Yeah. The only reason why it's on here is because dude raped somebody and he's about to go to jail for life. Which is crazy. We actually gonna have to get into that. But I feel like with podcasting, once you like hooked in the world of the pod, at least for me personally, like I'm stuck with it. And I think that's what they aim in or this, this Luminary app. I, is, is that what it's called? Luminary? Yeah, it's called Luminary. I'm hoping that, or at least they're hoping that that's what will happen with Dave. Shit. Oh, no, and I think, I think it'll be like that though. Like you I think I might find myself paying for this. Yeah. And loving it. I might I might find myself paying for this luminary shit. Cause I didn't know that that's what they that's who the co-hosts were. Yeah. So now that you're telling me that, knowing them, I feel like it's definitely gonna be one of those like a black Joe Rogan. Like yeah. when they talking about deep shit, you know what I'm saying? Like getting their shit it's, off. It's gonna be conscious shit every week. That's why yeah. I yeah. No, you're right. I'm definitely gonna check it out though. But like I was saying, damn, Lil Mosey going to jail, bro. Crazy. Yeah. That's some wild shit. I don't I don't he ain't get convicted yet, but like it's not looking good for him. Yeah, bro. Cause I I I read the story 
And it was basically like the bitch said she blacked out. Sorry, the young lady says she and, blacked and, out. And they smashed before. Yeah, so that was one. They had a, they had a relationship sex, like yeah. that before. And then she says that she blacked out, woke up for a second in the middle of a rape situation, identified that it was Mosey and some other nigga, and then blacked out again. And they like, come on, dude. Like, I don't, well, no, and I'm then not they, buying that. Oh, you're not, you're not with it? You don't think he did it? I, and I know that sounds so fucked up because we got to believe him. Like, we got to. But it's like, all right, mm. you've already had a, a, you got history with this man. Like, y'all have had sex before. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you can't just randomly one day say, oh, I blacked out and then woke up just long enough to realize what was happening and then I blacked out again. That's where the story get unbelievable, bro. It's tough. It's so tough because we don't know what was said leading up to the blackout. And and granted, being drunk does not excuse any of that. Like, if she didn't want it, she didn't want it. But it's just tough. It's just tough because y'all had a relationship. Like, for example, that's what, for example, when my girl get drunk, she always want to do it. Is is that me? And I'm not drunk. Is that me taking advantage of her? Is that just every Fuck time? I no, that's drunk? normal. Okay, that's so how, normal. So how do we know it wasn't like that because they've had previous relationship, or yeah. is it the situation where she told him no, he did it, and then she blacks out, don't remember nothing, and then wake up and it happens? It's a tough situation. But I see. I don't think it was that. Like just from listening to it, like it sounded like there was something on the outside that made her feel like, all right, this is my last chance to get something. Cause you know, every, every female that fuck with these type of niggas, I ain't like them. You might think the nigga cute, but you know, you fucking with him for the bag. Like this ain't, you're not just, I hope it's not that situation with him because you, you know what I'm saying? But I don't like, I don't want to say I want him to do it, but like, I hope, I hope it's not, I hope she's not like in a situation where it's like that. Cause there's real victims out there. But yeah, and and that's why I say it's fucked up for me to say that I don't believe her because I didn't mean to say it like that. But it's just like looking at the situation, it does like it's so many red flags. You know what I mean? And you can't even do uh like a rape kit or nothing because she. But see, the problem she is they was the other, fucking before that. The problem is is not necessarily he is the trouble. It's the other one that also makes me be like, well, damn, if the other nigga was fucking. I don't know if she wanted but man, to. Man, that's that's what these rapper niggas is doing. They flipping yes. these hoes. And she she knew that going into the situation, especially if they had history before that. Like she probably just got to a point where she felt like, oh, this nigga about to cut me off. I gotta, I gotta make a little noise so I can get Look this. Look at back. you. You know what I mean? So cynical in this situation. I that's just what I I'm just here to be honest. I take the because I, I know I know though. people people go kill me for that, but it's just like I'm just being, I've never seen somebody black out, wake up for just enough time to identify who all in the room oh, had black out again. that yeah, much wherewithal to take note of every minor detail of the room. And then you blacked out again and niggas continue to do like that. I'm not buying that. That is true. Cause like once you black out, when you wake up and you, if you're up, you're up. Like after, yeah. after the black, like once the, the blackouts continuous until you're, you're and up. I'm saying for people who black out, you don't remember shit. Like you're not going to be able to give, she gave like a very detailed report on what happened. Like, come on, man. 
That's true. You know what I'm saying? You 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 was able to look around the room, remember everybody's face, remember what they had on, could, what they what they look like. Come on, man. Like that's me. just me. That's just me. I didn't even think about it like that. You convincing me. But you know, y'all let us know what y'all think in the comments on YouTube or on SoundCloud. Y'all let us know how y'all feel about Lil Mosey. Not a fan of his music anyway. So you know, I just know he got one little song, but that's that was in the news. Also, oh, your boy Logan Paul, he going to fight Mayweather June 6th. You watching? I'm gonna watch. I want to see it? how he. I ain't gonna pay for it. <laughs> Them fucking trailer streams be easy to get. That's Niggas a fact. Watching that shit in pure HD, bro. That's a fact. Like, like the UFC ones, they be shaky, bro. I be nervous. And the UFC like, one, I gotta restart sometime because the, yeah, the shit freeze. You gotta refresh. Thing, I have bitches. to restart once. That shit That's be- what I'm saying, bro. I found a trailer shit. HD like a motherfucker, no buffering, no like my shit. Just I ain't paying for no trailer shit. Definitely not for no Jake Paul. What is like, his I brother? It's Logan. Oh, it's Logan. All right, yeah. So, I I, I don't know. I wouldn't pay for it though. I'm not. I'm gonna definitely for watch. It. Fuck no, not for. I, I wish I, it was Jake though, man. Because does Logan even have hands? Like, do you know? Well, he was boxing before Jake. Because he boxed. Yeah, that I, know, I know. Nigga. Yeah, I know he got like wins under his belt, but. I feel like Jake, the way he fucking um knocked out old boy, that was actually impressive to me. You know that was to man me. took a dive. I think so. He he claimed that he don't. And apparently I was listening to um Schultz on Flagrant and he was talking about how Askren, I guess he he hit Askren up and talked to him after. And basically he asked him about like what he thought about everybody thinking that it was like he threw the fight on purpose and he just did it to get a quick check and all that. And he was like, nigga, why would I do that? Like, of course I wanted to win. You know what I mean? Like I tried to win and that was embarrassing as fuck to lose to this nigga. You know what I mean? So I don't know how true that is, but I'm yeah, just saying. You gotta what, say that. Yeah. That's what, that's what Schultz said. So yeah, nah, if, if it was though, it was impressive because he, he do look like a fighter. I, I give it. I gotta see Jake fight somebody else. I know Daniel Cormier brought him that smoke at that last UFC event. I seen that. I seen that, bro. He didn't want that smoke with DC. Boy, it was in each other's face, man. Then what's crazy is, which I ain't gonna lie, Jake just he's smart, bro. He's smart oh, at marketing. He's smart because he picked the fight with him, knowing that he can't really do shit. Because this nigga was literally on his job. Like it wasn't like they was just random. It's not like he was just randomly in the fight. He was at doing his ESPN yeah. show. Yeah, so they meet up. He get video of them in each other face talking shit, and then he pull up DC tweet of uh, basically saying when he see Jake Paul, he gonna slap the fuck out of him. And then he was like, um, "DC on Twitter, when I see Jake Paul, I'm gonna slap the fuck out of him." And he was like, "When he sees Jake Paul," and then he put the video of him just like talking shit. Basically calling him a bitch, you know what I'm saying? And he do that because he know fans is like, like the casual fan. They was screaming they the Jake fuck Paul at the UFC event. Yeah, bro. It's because he like it, it's a real beef between like him, Dana White, the UFC, like all the UFC fighters hate this nigga. All the you know what I mean? Fucking uh, what I really want to see, which I know it would never actually happen in real life, but I would bet all my money Amanda Nunes would knock the fuck out of Jake Paul. Oh yeah, <laughs> she said that she would, and I believe I, it, bro. I, I don't believe give a fuck. her too. 
I don't give a fuck how hard he trained. Amanda Nunez is gonna knock his ass. I would not want to fuck with the lioness, bro. Fuck no. And speaking on on them UFC fights, the last and I know we're not a UFC pod. I just bring it up because Doom a UFC guy and I be watching fights from time to time. Yo, all them dudes who leg broke was fucking disgusting. From the first dude who got his knee shit rocked, and then to Wildman who had the check block, all that shit was nasty. Bro, I didn't expect that. And what's crazy is they were saying on the on like the little broadcast and the commentary that that has only happened three times in UFC history. And what's fucked up is the the most recent time that it, it happened. Him. It was him and Silva. It was a, it was against him with Anderson Silva, and that's that's like that blew my mind because like I remember I was watching it live, and when the shit stopped, I was like, "Wait, what the fuck?" And then the replay came, and I was like, "Wait." That's what happened, bro. When he when he his leg hit the shin, like they shins hit each other, and his foot wrapped around dude's leg, like it just kept. It was crazy, bro. That, shit was, that was some crazy bro. shit. That shit was disgusting. That was some crazy shit. And then Masvidal got his ass knocked out. Shout out to Usman, man. I fuck with Usman. Usman say he don't. That's a fact. He, he, he go out knocking true. out niggas. I fuck with it. First he took out the white dude. Kobe Covington, then he just took out Masvidal. I fuck with twice, him, twice. I rock with him. Usman said he not losing. Usman said I'm whoever you got. He he got to be the best pound for pound fighter in the UFC right now. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. I think like he the most dominant. Him and Amanda Nunes, like they like the only two that like they got a belt, and it's literally nobody. I would have said Iggy, but Iggy just lost. Yeah, well, he tried to move up to weight up, class. Yeah. He should have stayed where he was, which I I tip my hat to him. He tried it. You know what I mean? Like he mm-hmm. could have played it safe and been, you know, undefeated forever. But um, I think outside of that, like they're they the only two fighters where you look around a division and it's literally nobody. Like the the person in the number two spot is gonna get fucked up. Like, which is crazy. That's a they fact. like dominant, dominant. Connor said he might go go up fight. Uh, Man, he about to break. <laughs> he better not do that, bro. He better. I don't think do he that. want. I think that. he was just talking shit. And I'm a Connor no fan. Way he do that. I don't think he want that. But yeah, I hope. No way. You think he gonna be Dustin? And I know. I, and I know on our, specifically being that this is our podcast, I should not talk any Dustin slander. My girlfriend gets upset at me when I say I'm choosing Connor over Dustin. She called me fake. She said I'm a fake laughing. Uh, I'm with her. I'm with her. I was riding Dustin from day one. It was niggas on Twitter mad than a bitch, bro. Because I was talking Dustin Poirier the whole night. And niggas was like, bro, you crazy. Like, Dustin Poirier, he nice, but he ain't about to fuck with Connor. You see what happened the first fight. And I was talking shit. And as soon as Dustin knocked his ass out, I went back to every one of them replies and started hitting niggas back. Like, I told you, bro. I was texting my dudes, like, stop playing. I'm one of them that was playing. I'm still pulling for Connor in this one. I still think he- nah, nah. And, and what's crazy is Dustin about to finish his career because after he lose again, it's done. Oh, it's over. Like, yeah, no, real shit. I Dustin think, with this one, it's over with. And like, yeah, I I think the the allure of Connor is done completely over. He gotta win. You know what I mean? Like he he and and not just win. Like he can't go to decision or nothing like that. Like he has to knock Dustin out. He got to do something impressive for people to be like, all right, Connor's back. Yeah, let him fight again. No, you're right. You're right. But that's all we really got on, on this week's thing, man. Dude, tell the people they can follow you on social media, man. 
Ella Doom SJE, man. Instagram and Twitter. Y'all fuck with me. Y'all go follow Doom and then y'all go check him out on SoundCloud. Go check out all of his stuff. That man, that yes, track sir. style freestyle, one of my hardest. I still jam that shit. Appreciate that, man. I need to I need to put out some more shit. Cause I got a bunch of shit that's just in the tuck, but I just drop for whatever it, man. reason I, I need do. to. Yeah, I need to put it out, man. We will get that out to people soon, though. Hell yeah, y'all make sure y'all go follow Doom. Uh, we got the song of the week, the ad coming up, and then after that, Bros Who Ball with me and Schubert. I think Justin's gonna be with us. I don't know. We will find out. But let's get into all of that right now. This episode of the Bros Who Think podcast was brought to you by the law offices of Lucretia Picante. If you need a lawyer, if you have not been paying your child support, yo, if you got baby mama drama, whatever it may be, she can help you. You've been injured in a car accident? Call Lucretia. You got your, your baby mama not showing you your kids on the weekend? Call Lucretia. Whatever it may be, you need a divorce from your wife? Call Lucretia. Look, you can find the law office of Lucretia Picante at 124 West Washington Street, New Iberia, Louisiana, 70560. Or you can call the number 337-374-1202. Again, any of your marital dispute issues, child support needs, baby mama drama, call Lucretia. But with that being said, let's get back to the song of the week. talk sports it is bros who ball and i'm joined as always by my guy mr adam schubert shuby 
we got to put the Pelicans to rest. We got to talk NBA. We got to we got to do our NFL mock draft where we're going back and forth because the drafts this week. But we got a lot to discuss. How are you doing today, sir? Doing all right. Yeah, uh, it's been kind of a weird week when it comes to sports. sports. Yeah. I mean, not really like too dialed in at the moment. More so waiting for the draft to happen. Yep. AD did come back from injury, though. Lakers did take a loss. But the NBA is kind of like in standstill right now, just waiting for the playoffs. But we can put the Pelicans to rest. There's still a shot for them to make the play-in, but it's not going to happen probably. They're four games behind. If the season ends now and they start to lose, they could tank their way into maybe lottery chances. I wouldn't be mad at that. I'm not going to say the season was a failure, but I'm not going to say it was a success. I think the season had high moments where it showed us Zion could be the star of the future and could be it. But it also showed us that we are very inept at certain positions and the GM and coaching have to do something to fix these problems. Uh, you know, uh, on the flip side of that, you also got to look at what who the Pelicans were having to compete with this year. You know, in some senses, I feel like the Memphis one is the most embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other hand, you know, they've got a good group of young talent that is just working a little bit better. Working a little um, harder. Yeah. Uh, but for teams like San Antonio and Golden State, it shows how much having Steph Curry or Greg Popovich can really DeMar change, DeRozan. The, change the whole deal, you know? Yeah, no, that's a fact. And we just need our young guys to grow, develop. Brandon Ingram, Zion, I have faith in them. We're not going to talk Lonzo Ball free agency today. It's too early. I'll give a deep episode on how I feel about that, and I'll bring a guest on to talk about that. But I just don't want to talk about that today. Not today. I talk enough about that on the radio. We're here to say, good job, Pellies. Well, not good job. Okay job, Pellies. Got to do better next season, but it wasn't bad. Like I said, the Lakers looking like they're going to continue onward. Anthony Davis is back. Um, not too much real not too much real change in the NBA from what we discussed last week. Nothing too crazy. We did see the Nets and the Suns have a good game today. The Suns showed maybe they aren't as good as we thought they were. <laughs> I just got to say it. Maybe the Suns – like I have the Suns high. Like Western Conference Finals team, maybe they're not that. I don't know. I didn't watch that game. Oh, that was a great game, bro. Like, real talk, KD and Kyrie just put it on them. Just showed them, like, yo, we're the Nets. Like, y'all are talking shit on us. We're going to come in and dominate. KD had 33 points off the bench. Kyrie had 34 and 12. Steve Nash did a hell of a coaching job. Because I know you like you know? shots at – Because I saw. I saw the game. That's how I know Steve Nash did a hell of a coaching job. I saw the plays he drew up. Some of those adjustments that Monty Williams had him force them to make. But the Suns have an issue where DeAndre Ayton's not well-rounded enough. And Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson, someone got to step up. One of them got to step up because if not, Devin Booker's forced to get 36 and more every night and they still can't win. So the Suns need a little bit more help from their young guys, Cam Johnson and Mikael Bridges. But hopefully we see something going on with that to where they can uh, they can push forward. But mainly for this NBA, we're putting the Pelicans to bed. RIP, season over with, it's done for. We'll be looking at the Pelicans draft. We'll be looking at will they make the lottery as we get forward. But as these next couple of weeks continue, we're going to zero in on the playoffs, pick teams who we think 
gonna win and we're gonna do all that. Justin should be with us next week, but it's draft yeah. week. So or, or I guess you just wanted to forget about the the team that's gonna on a nine game win streak right now. Oh <laughs> The nine Knicks. game win streak. You fourth, see, you fourth, see some love to your Knicks squad. Fourth in the East. First not, round exit. Not slowing down. First, First round, round exit. Eight. What if they play Atlanta? First round exit, bro. Oh, so Atlanta is the second round <laughs> playoff team now? All of a sudden? <laughs> They're not, but against y'all they are. God, the Knicks. Knicks fans piss me off so much. Y'all are the worst. Y'all are like termites. Just when you thought y'all are dead and buried, y'all just come out of the woodwork all over again. Y'all feel like y'all are entitled to something, like just talking shit to the whole NBA. Like y'all haven't been trashed for 10 years. <laughs> I'm so serious, bro. You don't know how many people have called in or Knicks fans have hit me up on Twitter just like talking shit. Yeah, it's the first time that they can actually out themselves. Embarrassing embarrassing but i gotta say julius randall's playing at mvp level he probably should be most improved player in the nba just for how he's been playing and i gotta give y'all y'all props tom thibodeau coach of the year candidate i don't think he'll win but definitely candidate yeah yeah i think it'd be good if they recognized him for that because i mean he did a hell of a son a hell of a thing yes he has he's upgraded y'all's defense tremendously tremendously him worldwide west and uh y'all the gm they put together a squad. They've they went and got all those old Kentucky kids, those Kentucky ties, and brought them to New York, and it's working out. Yeah, it is. You know, they've uh, they've they've done a good job putting this group together. I think what, but the next step for them is to develop RJ Barrett. That's the next step for you. Well, yeah, develop RJ Barrett. But I think like now they're making themselves known as a place to be, and which domino is going to fall first that's the that's the question i mean is it gonna be donovan mitchell that's something that i could see happening d mitch going to new york i know you've been saying it for a while you've been pretty accurate on your predictions lately i gotta give you your credit both on bros who binge and this show we're gonna see if d mitch comes that way but well speaking know. of accurate predictions let me get the paper out oh you're <laughs> the mock draft because i, I went through it all right, we're going back and forth. This is how we're going to do it. We're going to go back and forth. I'm going to flip a coin. Who picks first? Who picks second? And we're going to go through and do this draft how we think it should go. Make sure that the order that you're looking at is the updated one because there was a trade this week. Baltimore traded with Kansas City. Um, to, Baltimore retains their pick, but they add Kansas 31. City's first-round pick. Yeah, 31. 31. So yeah. Baltimore picks twice. And Kansas City picks zero. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, no, I got the update on this. I did my due diligence, sir. Heads or tails? Tails. Right, let's see. It's heads. Ooh, do I want the first pick? Or do I want to pick for the uh, yeah, I'll take uh no, I'll go second. No, no, All no, right. no. I want the first pick. I want the first pick. I want the first pick. <laughs> I want the first pick. You go second. All right. So I'm on the clock. Well, Jacksonville's taking Trevor Lawrence. I don't think there's much that needs to be said about this. Trevor Lawrence is one of the most highly touted prospects since Andrew Lux, one of the most winning quarterbacks in college football history. He's going number one. 
Um, number pick two would be more was more interesting a month ago when Sam Darnold was still on the Jets, but now it's pretty much set in stone. It's going to be Zach Wilson. I'd be pretty surprised if anyone else went ahead of him at this point. Not saying that I feel like he's better than them, but it just seems like it's going to be Zach Wilson for the Jets. Oh, now this is why I wanted to go first. Pick three, mm-hmm. Justin. Is it going to be Justin Fields? Is it going to be Mac Jones? Uh, I'm going 49ers, Matt Jones. They draft Matt Jones. I don't think they're drafting Justin Fields. I just don't see it. Even though I think Justin Fields is a better player, I just feel Matt Jones is the quarterback that Kyle Shanahan wants. Yeah, I have Matt Jones getting in that slot too. I just think that that's what they're going to do. Uh, yep. Whether or not you agree or disagree, I think that it's worth a third round, moving up to the third. I disagree, but that's what yeah, Yeah. that's what they're gonna do. So it's nothing you can do about that. Who interesting? Who do you have Atlanta taking at four? Uh, I think it's pretty easy that you got to take Kyle Pitts. Ooh, okay. You're you're pretty much locked in on Matt Ryan for the next two to three seasons. Uh, He really isn't the person that is dragging the Falcons down, but also neither is tight end. But I've doubt that they're gonna have the the intelligence to go ahead and sure up some line slash defensive backs when Kyle Pitts is on the board. You pair him with Hayden Hurst, the two receivers, pretty pretty deadly offense, but they can't stop nobody. So, Yep. All right, for the next one, uh, I know people are going to be like, Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase. No, the Bengals are taking Penny Swell uh, or Sewell, Penny Sewell. Penny Sewell. Yeah, they need him. They need offensive line to protect Joe Burrow. If not, Joe Burrow is going to get broken up just like he did last year. And I think that's the right move for the Bengals. I think that's the easiest one of these to predict besides Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I actually think they are going to take Chase. Ooh, you think the Bengals are going to take Chase? You think they're going to be idiots? Yeah. (laughs) I do. I really do. (laughs) If they do, I'm going to just be shocked. It's one of those opportunities for them that you can get someone who has a rapport with your young quarterback in a situation where you want to build his new core. We got out AJ green. So it would be T Higgins and Jamar chase. So two of the top receivers from the past two drafts and you'll have time to get a tackle in round two. Maybe we'll see. Uh, I I mean, you know, if you don't take a receiver in this round, you're going to get the seventh or eighth best receiver in the next round. In round two, I still think you could get Terrace Marshall because his name's not Terrence, it's Terrace Marshall. People have been wrong this whole time. Found that out. Like, I agree that you, I agree that you, you, they could probably get him. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I, I don't know. I, but it's anyway, it's my pick. I went with Sewell. So, at six, Jamar Chase is still open for you for the uh, Dolphins. What are you going to do? Um, at this point, you know, I would want, one of the Alabama guys to go to Miami just because I kind of think it would work out for Tua, but it's got to be Jamar Chase. It's stupid if you don't. Best receiver in the draft. I'm I'm not mad. It's the best receiver in last year's draft too. Just yeah, wasn't able to be in it. That's a fact. That's a fact. All right. So the Lions. I'm interested to see where you think the Lions went. I think I'm I think I'm going Rashawn Slater. I think they need offensive lines to protect Jared Goff, the Northwestern tackle. Yeah, I mean, I think that they need that too, which is why I had them taking Panesul. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, since I can't, or I mean, you picked for him, so. 
Yeah, so, okay, you had them taking pity, so, okay, okay, we're on the same page. Now you're at pick eight, who you got the Panthers taking? Um, With the Panthers, I feel like I can stay with the pick that I have. I have them... Uh, I have them going to get Sertain. Mm. Oh, <laughs> causing controversy. Cowboys, going to be upset. I like that pick. I like that a lot. So that means I'm with Denver at nine. They need a quarterback. Oh, God. Denver takes Justin Fields. That's what I have. Denver takes Justin Fields. That, that, I, I was Don't, thinking Trey Lance, but no, Denver's taking Justin Fields. My draft day prediction or draft week prediction is that Denver's going to trade Miami for that pick. Mm, to, get, to go up and get their guy? Or if Detroit has any sense, Detroit. That would be smart. I like that. So, yeah, I got, I got Justin Fields going there. So that means for the Cowboys, you took who I thought the Cowboys were going to take in Patrick Sertain already off the board. Where do you have the Cowboys going? Same position, J.C. Horn. Okay, J.C. on Horn. I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's get, the, those two are, are going to be the guys early on. Um, but I knew Carolina needed that corner need, and you can't you can't draft anyone ahead of Pat Sertain Jr. So, J.C. Horn. I like it. Okay, so I'm picking for your Giants. I think y'all do need offensive linemen, but since the two are best ones are gone, I think y'all go Devonta Smith, Heisman winner. Give Danny Dimes the, his guy. Maybe. I, I'm still in the camp that if Jalen Waddle wouldn't have gotten hurt last year, he might have won the Heisman. But do you, are you mad at my pick of wide receiver, whether it's Waddle or Smith, for uh, New York? No. They, they need someone that's going to be a guy. Like, they don't need Odell Beckham. But they don't need Golden Tate. Yeah. <laughs> so y'all need a number yeah. one that's solid and reliable. Or productive, at yeah, least. That too. Okay. So now you're picking for the Eagles. Who you got? Um, well, for the Eagles, I ended up picking a defensive back for them. I uh the I'd say the third best defensive back is Caleb Farley. Oh from Virginia Tech. Messing up my whole draft plans. <laughs> Caleb Farley off the board. Crazy. I wanted him to fall to the Saints, man. God, God damn you, Schubert. God damn you. He's too uh, good to follow the Saints. He is amazing. I love Farley. I think he's I think he's better than the other two corners, and I think he's gonna prove it. So the you know, only reason why he's falling is because of the injury. So that means I'm picking for the Chargers. They need offensive line. Uh uh Herbert was uh campaigning against Sewell. Sewell's not gonna fall that far to him. So I'm going to Christian Darisaw from Virginia Tech, the third best offensive lineman to them. Yeah, this is where I had Rashawn Slater. You see? Yep. Okay, mm. okay. I think we're on the same page here. Are yeah, we- Minnesota now. Minnesota, they needed edge help. So I got – I went ahead and went with them with a Quiddy Payne. Payne? Yeah, Quiddy Pay. Pay, yeah. All right, I like it. From Michigan. From Michigan. Edge rusher. Yeah, he's the best edge rusher in the draft. Nice. So the Patriots on the clock. Fields is gone. Jones is gone. I'm going Trey Lance to the Patriots. Sitting behind Cam. Bill gets his guy. Waits a couple years. Gets his guy. Trey Lance to the Patriots. Probably the best guy for him to sit behind. 
being real. Play play very sim very similar. Yep, yep, yep. I agree with that. So I, I also have Trey Lance. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Okay. That's what we agreed on. So all right, who are you going for the Cardinals? Pick 16. Elijah Vera Tucker. Ooh. Offensive line USC. Ooh, okay, okay. Okay. That's the uh that's the that's the uh, that's the offensive lineman, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. They they could they could utilize they could use some of that. They got some running backs they can do something with now and Yep, true. And protect Kyler Murray. So that's true. All right. So for me with the Raiders, I'm going offensive line as well. I'm going Tevin Jenkins, Oklahoma State. All right. Because the Raiders need blocking. Where did you see the Raiders going? Where did I see the Raiders going? Linebacker, Micah Parsons. Ah, okay. What you gotta know about the Raiders. And you know, it should, I probably should have even thought about it a little bit more when I was making their pick is uh, Mike Mayock and, Drew, and John Gruden love power five teams. That's all oh, true. Like they're going to get some, mainly the best available or the most helpful for them position wise from a, an Alabama or a Clemson, someone big name. That's why Oklahoma state's interesting, but I just thought Tevin Jenkins was the best lineman left but i want to see what you thought all right you're picking for miami again where do you think miami like, goes? you know you picked you picked a what it was an o-lineman for them yeah, yeah i picked O-lineman. don't, for don't be surprised if they if they did that and picked alex leatherwood just because mm-hmm. he was an alabama player got you uh but so we're at miami again yep uh, miami needs to sure up some defense I, I wanted to go ahead and go edge here and do jalen phillips Ooh, okay, okay. No running. He's back. from he's from uh Miami, Miami, in Florida. Okay, you. okay. No running back. Okay, so I'm I'm Washington football team. They need a quarterback of the future, but everybody's pretty much gone. They need some linebacker help. This is where I go, Michael Parsons, Penn State. Where with Washington? Yep. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so Chicago, Chicago is another, it's the big need for a lot of these teams is defensive back. And so for Chicago here, I have them taking Tyson Campbell from Georgia. Ooh, okay. Okay. So that's mainly to, to give some of our later teams the opportunity. Yeah. To get 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 some good guys. Get some defensive backs. I feel that. All right. So now I'm picking for the the Colts Colts I'm going the linebacker from Notre Dame Jeremiah Osu Osu Koromawo Jeremiah Yeah he was my pick for the Chiefs when they were still picking Okay okay that does not does not make my first round anymore but he's a good player Who you got for the Titans you're next up Asante Samuel Jr. Jeez. I wanted him to fall. Okay, okay. I like that. I like that. I have him, have him there. They uh, they had to move on from Adoree Jackson, and uh, Asante Samuel plays very much in a Adoree Jackson style game with uh, being a speed a speedy guy with the ability to play make. So he definitely, definitely does. Okay, so this is tough. Okay, so I think the Jets need DB help because they lost uh, Jamal Adams. I'm going Trevon Morig, but I wanted to take Greg Newsom, but I felt like they needed more of a safety. All right. 
All right. And well, this comes to a really easy pick for me, Pittsburgh, Najee Harris. Mm. I think he's the the best one for them because he seems to be more of an every down where I feel like Etienne's a little bit more put him in the flat or give him, you know, I don't feel like he's the guy that you hand the ball off on third and two or anything like that. I feel like Najee Harris, you can do that or you can set him out for a screen. His question marks all around revolve around speed, but I think Pitt has always been about power anyway. That's true. All right, for the next one, I'm going Jalen Mayfield, tackle out of Michigan for uh, Jacksonville. All right. Need that O-line help. Yep. Uh, Cleveland. Cleveland, because of getting their two guys on the end, had to get rid of one of their top defensive tackles. And the Alabama guy's still there. Which is why I have on them that they're going to get Christian Barrymore from Alabama. From Bama, okay. Cool, cool. All right, this is tough because I'm picking twice because uh, Baltimore gets to get – all right, I know where I'm going. So Baltimore has two picks, so that means they can take the best – Well, they, well they, the second pick's 31st, so I mean, yeah, so they, going. I can go with their best available right now. So I think they need edge rush, and the only edge rusher that's off the board is Kawiti Pay right now. That's like the super edge rush. So I'm going Gregory Rousseau from Miami defensive end. All right. Interesting. Interesting. So now who are you picking for uh, the Saints? Oh, for the Saints, um, I guess I don't have to pick who I have on there because maybe the other people haven't been picked yet. Yeah, I think I think they're going to go with the Purdue guy, honestly. Rondell Moore. Ron, oh, the wide receiver? If they do go in that direction, I feel like he would be the one. Okay, I'm with you on that. See, I got I got him getting Greg Newsom the second, cornerback Northwestern. And or, see, it's just it's just hard because like I had him going earlier. Uh, okay. So I'm just like I just don't I don't I don't think he's gonna be available then. Like the only cornerback I think that'd be available to get is uh, Kelvin Joseph. Oh, uh, okay. Or I think because some of these linebackers we are are available between like uh, Jamin Davis. Zayvon Collins and uh, Nick Bolton. I think that's who they're going to end up going with one of those guys as well. Gotcha. Okay. So since um, you took yeah. Ron Green Bay more as the offensive thing for a uh, green Bay, green Bay, I think needs a wide receiver. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. What's my wide receiver out of uh, North Carolina's name. Demini Brown. I think that's his name. Is he Mon- better than Terrence Marshall? Uh, he's different. Or whatever his name is. Yeah, Terrence Marshall. Yeah. Damani Brown. Damani Brown's a speedster. He's a guy that can do all the routes. He's a guy that Terrence Marshall is more possession than Damani. Damani's more speedster. And I feel like with uh, Devontae Adams being the number one guy, I feel like Green Bay needs a speedster. So that's why I'm going Damani Brown. All right. Uh, Buffalo, I feel like could uh, really use some defense help. I have them getting Kelvin Joseph from Kentucky. Mm, okay. And then this is where I got Baltimore taking Terrace Marshall Jr. Be a good pick. They need a wide receiver bad. And to finish things out, uh, where we're Tampa, Tampa Bay pretty much has 
what they need and have showed it by winning the Super Bowl. But if you're going to sure up some things for moving forward for, you know, even the post Brady era after this season, both Ronald Jones, the second and Leonard Fournette free agents. will will be free agents. We'll have a contract. Tra- expire. Travis Etienne goes. So, yeah. I feel like this would be where Travis Etienne goes. If not Harris, depending on who's gone in the head yeah, true. All right. I like that little mob draft little thing. All right. You worked on yeah. you worked pretty hard. I worked pretty hard on my damn self. Uh, I, I'm interested to know some of your pick. Like, okay, so. I had, uh, uh, originally I had um, Baltimore in that, the first pick they took. I had them taking receiver then. And that was more. Okay. Ronda, okay. And I had the Saints getting Bateman. Okay. All right. Um, Who'd you have Dallas getting? J.C. Horn. Yeah, okay. Okay. So you really think Kyle Pitts is going four? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. It, if they don't, they'll be kicking themselves for years. Oh, real. Yeah, true. Kyle Pitts is a generational type player. If, huh? I mean, if he's if he's available to Cincinnati, they're going to take him. You think? Over the offensive yeah. line? Yeah. He's that good? Okay. He's, he's supposed to be. That's what they're all saying. So, okay. you know how those things go. Yeah, true. Well, all right, that's our mock draft. We're going to be uh, talking more draft uh, results next week. We're going to be talking more NBA, getting us closer to the playoffs. Justin will be back to give us his thoughts on specific things about the game this upcoming week. But we had to put the Pelicans to rest, take a little off week on basketball because I wasn't feeling it. My Pellies are done. Now I'm diving into some other teams. And I'm gonna be good for next week, but I'm excited for this yeah. draft. I guess the yeah. make some good decisions. I guess next week we'll be talking more drafts. I, I don't know what's going on in the NBA this week. I don't really think there's anything too crazy. And yeah, I mean, there's really not that much going on besides the draft this week. Oh, and shout out to Kim Mulkey going to LSU. Shout out mm-hmm. LSU women's basketball is back. Good luck. Back. <laughs> she was some good luck yes yeah, it's, it's not a good time to be LSU Tiger right now but that's some good news hey <laughs> hey you know women's basketball player come to LSU where they have somewhat no disregard for sexual assault cases oh my gosh but you know Kim Mulkey knows a thing or two about that <laughs> oh my Baylor. gosh <laughs> shots shots so. shots but he right he right but all right, Shuby, that's all we got this week. Tell the people they can follow you at on social media. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at hshuber14. Uh, I'll be probably live tweeting the draft yeah. per usual, usually something that I do. Uh, this week we're on Bros Who Binge, we're going to continue our actress list. We're going to talk about the finale of Falcon Winter Soldier. Huge. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I did watch Invincible today, so we're going to be talking about that one. It's a pretty crazy episode as well. And we'll talk about Mortal Kombat. And we will talk about Mortal Kombat. Uh, probably not the Oscar winner, Nomadland, but we'll talk oh. about Mortal Kombat. No, our, the Nomadland review is coming, and we're going to talk about the Oscars as well. So be on the lookout for all of that this upcoming week. Um, also, we'll talk about what I've watched on the list. True. That's facts. Keeping yeah. up with the list. Uh, but y'all make sure y'all go follow Schubert. Make sure you check out Bros Who Binge this week. Follow Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think on Twitter. 
to keep up to date with all the stuff that's dropping. Right now, if you are an anime fan, the Demon Slayer Mugen Train movie review is out. That's out now. Also, the latest chapter of the One Piece review is out. There's going to be a new Never Less Than Ill uh, podcast coming out on Tuesday. This time, Justin was uh, Justin brought in David Ma, a legendary journalist, to discuss the hieroglyphics rap group. Uh, that's Souls of Mistress, Del the Funky, Homo Sapien, uh, Del, yeah, Del, uh, Del, and then uh, the whole entire group of the hieroglyphics. That's going to be on Tuesday. I participated in that one, so that one's super dope. Y'all make sure y'all go check that out. Other than that, that's all we got this week. Until next week, we'll talk to you next Monday. For Doom, for Shubert, my name is Lennon. We'll talk to you soon. Until then, peace. Yeah, look at us, we in bad shape, huh? Sad face, face. Not the type to really want breaks, but I think my mind needs an escape, yeah. Cold truth, lots of things I could have shown you. Lots of nights where I would hold you. Play a game and get to know you. And I could tell you really love me, but I was too fucking scared to say I love you.